Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Maybe not that my needs are more than they were. In some ways they are, but also that I'm just more fucking demanding for it. And I just know that time is of the essence and I want it all. You need me to be there emotionally. You need me to be there to support you. You need me to be there to protect you. You need me to be there for all the things. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Marriage Martinis. I'm Adam. Here's Danielle. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Hi. <laughs> I'm hearing my voice in in my headphones and I'm not happy. Oh, because you have a cold. I feel like no, maybe maybe I am. Maybe I feel like Phoebe when she had a cold. And uh-huh. like you have that voice when you have a cold. Uh-huh. I'm <laughs> yeah. sure everyone will think it's very sexy. You think so? Yeah. yeah everyone I'm, always comments on your voice and how when I'm hacking and coughing oh. and Yeah. Sniffling like that. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's a cold that won't go away. It's, uh, wow, it's been like a week now. All right, whatever. I feel like colds take uh, more than a week to go away. Really? Oh, yeah. I haven't had a cold. I can't remember my last cold. Hmm. I had, the weird thing is, I had, the last time I was sick, I had COVID. Mm -hmm. That was when, last year? Something like that, yeah. And I hadn't been sick since before COVID, since before, like I rarely get sick or colds or anything, mm-hmm. but when I get them, damn, <laughs> it's worse I than know. everybody. Uh, exactly. I have the worst. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to even comment. I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're, we're, we're talking about a fresh start today. Something like that. Uh, okay. Well, then please <laughs> go ahead. Oh, I'm starting. Well, well, I thought we were talking about a fresh start, and you said yeah, it's something like I that. Yeah, I guess so. so. Then what do I you mean, think? Look, I that's the, you know, the nice way of yeah. I want it. Yeah, I don't know how to do this. Mm-hmm. This is a hard. Yeah, neither did I. This so. is a really really hard one, and it's hard because, um, you know, we come on the podcast and. We talk for an hour a week, and um, obviously, there are lots of other hours in the week where we're, a, I mean, we're always a real couple. We're a real couple on the podcast, too. We really are just like a regular, real couple. Why are you looking at me like I have eight <laughs> You're referring to us as a real couple. We I are a real. I mean, we're not like AI doing this podcast. No, no, no. But I mean, like, you know, some sometimes podcasts are like a little scripted or... Um, they have, you have a certain image to uphold, which we obviously do not, or else we wouldn't say the things we say on here. Um, and it's, it's difficult to balance privacy and being public. Mm-hmm. Um, but we owe as much <coughs> realness and honesty to everybody. You know, that's always been our thing. Um, but it wasn't, we weren't being dishonest with anybody through, any of this like it was more just that it kind of happened pretty quickly that we 
sort of got in this really bad place. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess, I guess if you listen to the last, I don't know, month, month and a half of episodes, I've been dropping very, 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 very obvious hints about ways I was feeling um, unfulfilled in our relationship. And, you know, with the love languages, I really think I did that. And um, the challenge episode, which was tricky for us with the challenge because we really were the guinea pigs. And I hadn't written any of the content for it or the guides for it. They're now written and they're fucking awesome. And I wish we had had them (laughs) when we were doing the challenge, but we're going to do it again Mm -hmm. um, using the guides and all the check-ins and everything because they really, I really do think they're phenomenal. Um, But we kind of just like, we're winging it at the time. Yeah. I mean, it was like, here's the challenge. This is what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Go. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like what well, you say about me where I don't do the research and I don't read up on it and I don't do all the things. Yeah. I it's had just an like, idea for a long, right. I had an idea. And again, you know, I, I, we did it before I really flushed it out. And I guess I wanted to be the guinea pigs for it. But I also guess I feel like we're really used to doing things like, you know, like on the fly and we have to be spontaneous. And um, so I figured we would be able to make do with it. And I didn't think, I didn't think either of our challenges were so unexpected. And I didn't think that either of our challenges were so unattainable. Right. Um, so, you know, we kept it kind of f- like, I think fair ish. Um, but obviously they were much too general, which the mm-hmm. content that I have now you know, breaks it down much more specifically and makes it much more palatable and manageable. Um, so, so when we when we were doing the challenge, my challenge, your challenge for me was about saving money, um, being more frugal, kind of, I mean, budgeting, kind of, yeah. you know, the finance all, stuff, right? Finance, all the, all the stuff, all yeah. the stuff, right? Um, and mine for you was pretty general, but it was. <laughs> I guess like multifaceted and it was to step up more in the realm of romance and intimacy and, um, you know, just, just showing more, more show. Don't tell Remember show. Don't tell in like second grade, um, uh, um show and tell no right. show. Don't tell. Like when you write, you're supposed to like use the script, like show no. your, nope. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know that what you're talking about. That checks. <laughs> so, so I, um, I, I made yours. It was general, but I guess I was trying to squeeze as much as into it as possible because I had a lot of needs at this time. Um, and we talked a lot about how. Oh well, most of the time, but also especially over the last maybe eight months to a year, I have really super stepped up in a lot of ways. Um, And I think a lot of that was because I wanted, you know, our relationship to be the best it could be. And I also think it was because my needs are changing. And I guess I felt like if I treated you a certain way, I would get that in return. Um, And and I, I do feel very much right now in this moment you know at just turning 46 and everything like I feel different than I've ever felt in my life and I have this hunger 
in all the ways um, at this moment. Like I, I am feeling like I don't want to hold back in any way. And I have this, I've always been a passionate person, but I have this, this more passion than ever. And I feel, I feel more confident in so many ways. Um, and, and it's funny because a lot of what we're told by society, even though it's all bullshit and, you know, we need to do a whole bunch of myth busting about it. But as women get older, you know, you're supposed to, you, you slow down and you um, become less sexual and you become, um, you know, less. Yeah. Is that true? Well, no, but it no, is. No, I'm not saying is that, ex- like, is the expectation of that. Oh, yeah, true? yeah, yeah. You lose your libido and you, you know, you like all of these things. Okay. You, I, I didn't know that was still like I get what you're saying and I understand. I thought that was more like maybe like twenty you, years you ago like, when things you know, have sit changed. in on a rocking chair and take up knitting. You know? Yeah. yeah not a that picture there's anything from the wrong with knitting. Sure. My grandmother was a knitter <laughs> and I love knitters. But, but in twenty twenty three, like is that still Um, I think it's I'm not is, arguing it, I'm just questioning it. It's changing, but also it's changing in a way. I think it's starting, it, it was, oh, look, you could be so fit and you can be, you know, you could still maintain this amazing, you know, shape and um, your fitness regimen and all of these things. Now I think it's changing that you can grow into your own and don't have to, you know, try to have the body of a 30-year-old. You don't have to color your hair. You don't have to, all the things and still feel super empowered, super beautiful, sexy, all of those things. So was is the is it making your case or going against your case watching Dolly Parton the other night? Completely looked, making my I mean, because she's obviously like she looks like she has the body of like a thirty year old when she was up there during the halftime show. Yeah. Like is that like Well, she'll be the first to say that, you know, she is she she's she's so open about all her plastic surgery and all her uh-huh. you know she gets it all done um and you know she's the first to be like i'll tell you who's doc you know what doctor to use and this and how that. old is she 77 i've never in my life seen it like somebody come out mm-hmm. looking like that at mm-hmm. 77 yeah she's a it fucking was, badass and yeah. I, i'm obsessed with her but if it was somebody so i'm not li- I, when I'm questioning things, I don't want you to think I'm arguing mm-hmm. your case. I'm really trying to understand. Mm-hmm. So that's well, I point. am a Dolly Parton connoisseur. <laughs> so, but if it was somebody else who was out there and was whatever you know, sixty or seventy, and but because you were just saying how you don't have to be fit, you don't have to be in shape, you don't have to, you know, that's not the goal of being, you know, whatever you were just saying. I'm before. not saying you can't be. I'm saying you can embrace however you right. want to be. It shouldn't be expected to be that way. Right. I think But before, if it's your choice to do that. Before the gauge was how fit are you? Do you still look really young? Do you um you know, are you still playing tennis seven times a week? And are you whatever it is, I think that the like the form of measurement is changing. 
And, you know, we have people like, I'm going to say the names, you're not going to know who the fuck they are, but like um, Angie McDowell from Groundhog Day. That Now you'll mm-hmm. know who she is. Exactly. Um, She's lovely. Lovely. Yes. And she has gone fully gray. She hasn't gotten any plastic surgery or anything. And again, I, I want people to do whatever the fuck makes them feel good. I'm not a judge by any means. You go out and you do whatever is going to make you feel great about yourself. But I feel at this moment in my life, the the I don't want to say best physically because obviously I'm not in great physical shape, but I do feel empowered and sexy and sensual and um, all of those things, despite the fact that, you know, I'm no longer <coughs> dieting and I'm I don't really work out anymore and all, you know, and not to say I won't ever work out again because I, I do like it at times, but I think that my trajectory has sort of shifted a little bit in the fact that I think to myself, I'm 46 and I feel like I'm just getting started. Yeah. I, look, it makes sense to me. I mean, look, they always say, you know, when you get the older you get, the wiser you get, right? So you're no, the older women, the older women get, the wiser <laughs> women get. <laughs> I, I'm going to put it across all genders, but sure. let's just say, you know, but. You're you're coming into yourself every day more and more, you know, as you age, right? So you know yourself, you're learning yourself what what's right for you. So it makes sense, right? So if 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 it's not running marathons anymore, and if it's you know being a confident, per- like it just makes sense to me that the older you get, the more confidence you have in yourself of who you want to be. Yeah, it's you beyond know. a confidence, right? It's a brazenness and it's a bravery and. It's an unapologetic and, yeah, and fuck it's, this. It's also like the older you get, the less of a shit you give. Right. So. Right. Yeah. But also I, you know. Not I, you, but one. Right. Everybody. But I also think, it. I do think it's different for women. And I am going to say some things during this episode that I might get some hate for. But I am trying to be honest. And again, look, I have two sons. I have a brother. I have, you know, men in my life who I love. I'm not man-hating by any means. I, I'm kind of society-hating because it's a condition that everyone has allowed to, um, you know, nobody's the, – the cycle hasn't been broken. And, and so it's perpetuated, and I think that's kind of why a lot of couples are in the mess that they're in because – as women, we have always had to sort of break barriers and prove ourselves in different ways, and um, and we have we were expected those of us who have kids um, to sacrifice a lot while our kids were growing up. So I think that we sort of were waiting, in a sense, for our kids to get a bit older for a moment of rediscovery, you know, of who am I when I'm not the caretaker? And um, and some people, you know, always want to be the, I always want to be a, I always want to take care of my kids. I always want to take care of my family and people I love. Like, that is a huge deal for me. But also, it frees up a little bit of time and energy to explore parts of yourself you've never explored before. I guess as I've gotten older, you know, all the parts of me that maybe people have already kind of thought were too much. And I've done a lot of, you know, I listen, I did the letting my freak flag fly episode, which I know you don't listen to, but a lot of other people did. So, so, um, 
you know, where I, I talk a lot about how I have, I have always kind of felt like a freak in some ways, like in the fact that, you know, I always was sort of edgier and more, you know, one of the, I think that's one of the reasons you married me was because, or fell in love with me was because I, you know, I'm, I'm different in some ways, you know, mm-hmm. like then I'm, I just, yes. So I, I don't, I want to, <laughs> I don't want to get into it, right. but Anyway, so that is sort of the trajectory that I've been on, that my needs are, maybe not that my needs are more than they were, in some ways they are, but also that I'm just more fucking demanding for it. And I just know that time is of the essence and I want it all. Okay. (laughs) And that's... I don't... Sorry. That's my story and I'm sticking to it. Yeah, you are. Mm -hmm. Um... I don't know so much if, I, I guess I'm, I'm agreeing with what you just said. I don't know so much as if your demands are changing. I think you've been looking for something that hasn't been there f- forever. And now you're just getting demanding about it. Right? Like before it was having conversations and we're talking and maybe you got through to me with what you were trying to say and it didn't go as planned you know it just hasn't happened and this was kind of like the last straw that we just got into and now it's a you know it's more of a demand you're 46 you know who you are you know who you want to be and this is the way you need to be loved this is the way that you need to have a connection with your partner yeah right and that's kind of so when we started this challenge it was it it was before i think before it was as serious as it is today. And this is just a few weeks ago, right? So like we said before, we threw ourselves into the challenge and I blanket statement said to you, you know, finance is an issue. I want you to be better about it. But we never got to the point of getting down to the nitty gritty of, you know, detail by detail, you know, let's go through saving and spending and investing, you know, all the different things and how to do it. And there was no learning, right? It was just kind of thrown at you. And it was the same with me, with you. It's just this blanket thing of you need more intimacy. You need more connection. You need more, you know, to be nicer. You need, and we never got into like the nitty gritty of it to maybe teach each other what, or explain in, you know, thorough, what do we really need from each other? And I think that's why we needed this fresh start to start over and really let each other know what it is we need. No, you're not. Well, I think you're giving yourself too much credit because I think that, that, that my, the, what I was asking for and needing, um, well, okay. There's two parts. Sexually, you stepped up like a fucking hero. Yeah, you did. Can we take a break and then we'll. Sure. (laughs) Just because of time, I have to cut you right there. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Right, so sexually, I stepped up. 
Continue. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get into a little bit of that too, by the way. Um, but no, please. Wait, why me? You were saying something and I cut you off and I feel bad. So I No, to... I was just saying, you know, there it was kind of a multi-layered thing. And one of the things was that I really needed you. Well, not, you know, I wanted you to um, be much more like initiate and uh, I don't know. I didn't listen to the episode again before this, but you know, all the things, mm-hmm. right? Um, more and and. And you definitely did. I mean, you, there was a period of, I don't know, like three weeks where, my God, we were like Mm -hmm. rabbits. Yeah. And it was awesome. Wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) It really was. It was incredible. Yeah. And, um, and, and, and I was, I really was loving it. And I wasn't even, I think, aware of how, of, of how much I was missing the other component. And, you know, and. And you and I, it's tricky because we have this so obvious deep connection and deep chemistry that, um, and correct me if I'm wrong and stop me anytime. And Mm -hmm. and I want to be honest. So like if at any point I'm saying something that you're like, no, please. But, you know, we, I think that our, our issue a lot of people, I think, don't have the foundation of like the uh, the, the chemistry that we have, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, in all ways, but but I think that I think that you have gotten a pass for so long. Not that I don't ever think you're not. This is tricky too because I know I'm your person. I know you love me. I know. You want to be with me as much as possible and there's nobody else you'd rather be with. Like, I'm never concerned that there's somebody else out there or that's never my concern. My concern is why, why does he feel like it's okay to go to be one way in the bedroom and then for the rest of our relationship other than when he is feeling like it or wants to or we're at a hotel or whatever, why does he f- not feel like he can step up in all the other ways? Mm-hmm. And and on the flip side of that, it's sort of like, I guess also it's a few reasons. It's It's because you've gotten away with it for so long. It's because you don't know what it feels like to be on the reciprocating end of that. Because I'm not saying that I'm, you know, there's not ways that I need to work on being a partner and, and you know, and that I'll always be trying to grow and, you know, meet somebody's needs and all of that. But I am, I'm, I'm a fucking amazing wife. And I know I, I, you're, 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 you're giggling because I've said it a lot in the last week. Mm-hmm. And I've said it a lot. <coughs> Meaning it. And I don't say that otherwise. Like, it's not something that I go around saying. But it is something that I know in the last year, well beyond that, but in the last year, to be very true. And um, and I don't know if you, you realize that. I don't know if you understand um, the depths to which, to which, like, I make you feel loved and adored and, you know, taken care of and all the things, right? In all the ways. And so 
so I guess I don't know how much you want to talk about. Like, I don't know what I'm, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, that's hard. But okay, so I'm going to say something very generally and you can tell me because obviously like there's other people and like there's just it's just a mm-hmm. weird situation so we were going somewhere recently am i allowed to say this am i gonna say where or with whom or like who the fuck cares yes i'm gonna say it. <laughs> okay so we were going somewhere that i don't love to go i don't feel comfortable i don't it's not a great environment for me and i guess that i you knew this and I guess I was thinking to myself, he, he should, he would, he's not going to make me go. Like, we're not going to go. He's going to say something to the people and we're just not going to go. And nothing happened. And I think that moment when that happened enraged me in a way that I hadn't been enraged before. And it, all sort of came pouring over me. Is that what set this off? Yes. Because, yeah, I guess the timing works. Yes. Right, it's right. Yes, very much it so. it went from like zero to 60 in like 0.5 seconds. And I didn't even realize it. Like, I knew I was hurting and I knew I was feeling um, rejected in a lot of ways and not protected. But that that was really... When we walked into that situation, I was like, I can't fucking believe that I am back in this situation and that he didn't do anything to try to stop it. So, so yes. So to me, that was, a you know, a big moment. And then all the other stuff, I guess, kind of came pouring down, right? The, wait a minute, there's... So much I have been allowing to happen or not happen. Um, and and I just, I was exploding with not rage as much as, why the fuck am I allowing this to happen? Right? Like, why am I still allowing this to happen? And again, you know, recently... Look, I have we're at that age now. I have very, very good, very, very good friends getting divorced. Um, I, you know, I have a, you know, we have the podcast in the community that I am so passionate about and I love so much. And we have this incredible community and this support and all of that. Um, and and you know, so I guess maybe that tells me like, you know, hey, I could go and do that right it doesn't have to be with you I want it to be with you um and I guess the kids are now in all in really good places and doing really well um and so I guess I got to a point where I was sort of like what the fuck why am I why am I why why am I allowing this to happen and I will let you take it from (laughs) was there something there that was supposed to answer or I gave you questions. No, I know. I just didn't know if we were getting to that point yet, but I, I didn't know if you wanted me to respond to what you I, were saying. I specifically want you to do whatever because... you're comfortable with. <laughs> I want to not make any fucking decisions. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of that, there was one thing that I wanted to say about where we stepped up sexually and things were, you know, happening initially when we first started this challenge mm-hmm. where, I don't even know if you're going to want me to get into this. <laughs> Is it sexual stuff? Yeah. I don't know. Do you care? 
I don't know, mom, dad. I don't know who's out there. <laughs> it's not. We didn't nothing. We didn't kill anyone. Like, I know. I, no, no, no. I know. I know. I just want to like give them a minute to like fast forward. You know all the my right. Old so you got we. So there's. I'm all right. Look, I I don't want to say there's very little that we've tried, but you know, or done with each other. There's obviously tons and tons of things out there that we haven't even thought about or have interest in. But yeah, but we've probably tried more things than most couples. Right. So, you know. And that's another thing I don't think you fucking appreciate. But go so, ahead. Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> By all means. And here's what you don't appreciate. <laughs> so, we I think we were doing so well sexually and you were feeling very comfortable with me. And whatever it was, a couple of weeks ago, I was sitting downstairs, you were upstairs, and you sent me a pic mm-hmm. of yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and were like it was a really good pick (laughs) yes it was and now it's in the cloud where everyone probably has it (laughs) i put it in my uh by the way i got so nervous after that night i deleted everything and i was able to go find them Mm -hmm. and and put them into like a hidden photo album or something Mm -hmm. on my phone so you have to like it has to use like a password yeah oh that's a good idea so I, found, that. <laughs> I was like scrambling the other night. You wait, they're just sitting on your phone. I don't know. They're like in the cloud. All right, we're gonna, no, no. <laughs> the cloud is for everybody. It's going to rain naked pictures <laughs> of me soon. <laughs> anyway. Mm-hmm. So this was very upsetting to me. I, I had feelings about this that. Wait, what? I, I'm trying to. You're trying to sound emotional. My, yes. Okay, good. <laughs> You sent me one picture and was were like immediately mad at me because I wasn't upstairs ripping your clothes off because for whatever reason, I, I wasn't turned on in your mind, whatever was going through your head. Even like for a couple days later, like you were showing, you were upset about this. Mm-hmm. I wanted to keep that going. With I the pictures? Yeah. I sent you a picture of me. You did. And then another one. <laughs> and then you sent me another one. Like, it was fun for me. Oh, okay. I I mean, what's more of a turn on to getting a picture of me than me just running upstairs and like we get right into it? Like, I wanted to make a thing out of it. Like, I, it was fun for me to do that for an hour, like going back and forth. And, and like for days, you were like mad at me because I wasn't upstairs right well, away wait a minute ripping I've, your clothes off like, i've also <sighs> sent you pictures like when you're at work and stuff like that <laughs> Not those and, kind of pictures yes i have not like those okay but i've sent you topless pictures of me and i mean sort of but what not like full-on yes pic- no you haven't you oh. never have until that night you might have sent it to the wrong person. No, I sent it to you. <laughs> no, you okay. didn't. Well, whatever. <laughs> I've never Felice received Navidad. a picture of you like that before in my yeah. life. Until oh my god, night. that is not. There was one like with like cleavage or something like that, but it wasn't no. like full on. Okay. Oh yeah. See, oh, maybe me, that's I why. I, that's why I was upset. Cause I never. I anybody out there who's received a picture of Danielle I'm via gonna go text, back in our text. <laughs> please do. I would love you to. I did. And I found I because I, I I freaked out and deleted everything because uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like they're in the cloud. Oh, you went in my pictures? No, no, no. In my in our text oh. thread, oh. it saves pictures. Okay. So I went and deleted Got our. I, I deleted our whole text thread. 
like all the texts we've had forever. Mm-hmm. I deleted the whole fucking thing because I was so nervous that those pictures were on there. Mm-hmm. And and then I was able to doesn't doesn't matter. I was able to go in somehow on my computer and find them and save them and put them in my camera. But my point is like you were like mad at me. Mm-hmm. And like I was trying to have a good time. Like this okay. was something new. I guess that the overall feeling is is always no, I have sent you pictures at work. Oh, okay. Nope. See, that's really sad. Anybody want me to send them pictures at work <laughs> because they're really good and Adam doesn't appreciate them. No, Adam didn't, them. doesn't get them. So I sent you this picture. I'm upstairs in the bedroom and I don't hear anything for a while. Like, I don't hear anything from you, but I know you saw it. Wait, so you know, you know I saw it, yes. but you didn't hear anything from me. Correct. Or, so, but you know. Yes. Oh. I do. Yeah, keep going. I did know. How do you know? Because I knew. <laughs> There's no red. <laughs> okay. Mark anyway, or whatever. Um, and this is a, a broader issue. This is not that. This is not just that issue. And and you didn't. I, I thought you were gonna like be upstairs in point five seconds. Right. Right. Like I don't know. That was what was it? Wasn't in like your I mind. sent you a picture of like my wrist. I like wrist. I you know I and and. It, when it didn't happen, I was, yeah, I was upset. Well, you shouldn't have been. I wanted to keep the party going. Okay. okay. That was the whole thing. Okay. Well, then that was a miscommunication. <laughs> yeah. But I, I didn't take it like that because I oftentimes feel um, mismatched with that kind of stuff. Like I oftentimes feel like I make myself very, very vulnerable and I do things, again, that not, I'm sure many wives do it, not all wives, and you know when I when I do something like that, I guess I expect the response to be a little more um, obvious. I I I think that's the wrong word because I obviously sent you a picture of me. <laughs> okay. Well. Okay. 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 So miscommunication, but it doesn't matter. That's one example <coughs> of many. Right. That's one example of many times when I just think that. And again, I'm not talking really sexually, like sexually, you know, we, we, obviously we go through our ebbs and flows or whatever. But I think even our ebbs are probably better than most people's flows sexually. Does that make sense? Uh, if I knew what an ebb or a flow was, <laughs> I would. Completely... You're like a moon guy and you don't know what an ebb or a flow is. I'm a moon guy? What yeah, the like, fuck does that mean? You know all about the moon and shit. <laughs> I do? Yeah. you like space, dude. Neil Grass Tyson guy. is your That's how I'm known. Is your daddy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like the gravity and shit. <laughs> it pulls the ebb in and the flow <laughs> it flows and ebbs all right so i want to talk about all the other shit like you said i i'm going to do this as best as i can i don't want to get into too much specifics i know we usually try to divulge as much as possible you need me to be there emotionally you need me to be there to support you you need me to be there to protect you you need me to be there for all the things and treat you the way that you feel that you should be treated as my wife and as our, my partner and as our kid's mom, all those things. I'm assuming that's exactly what you're looking for in a nutshell. Yeah, of course. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, 
I think I and I'm not. I'm not which used, is not above and beyond. I think by any means what people understood. expect. I, I, I understood. And without trying to use anything as an excuse, because listen, that's how things should be. I get that. I understand. Look, I love you. I am obviously in love with you. I am still here, and I, you know, I, I want. At our core, no matter what, we have so many amazing connections. And we, you know, when we're together having fun, it is magic, right? And, you know, I think that, as I said in one recent episode, I don't know. People are going to have to go back and listen to the other episodes. So am I. No, I'm not. I'm never doing that. So, (laughs) um, but I said to you that I think you have gotten content and, and it's easy in the fact that, you know, like on a Saturday night, we go and we go out to dinner and it's super fun and we have a great time. We have great conversation. You know, we're flirty with each other and everything at that wherever we are. We come home. We have great sex. And then, you know, it's back to our like regular routine. Not to say that we only, you know, that that's that we don't have intimacy and everything on other times, too. I'm just saying it's like a schedule, right? It's like a, you know that that's always going to happen. And I think that you feel like since you do that, that's, that's, you, you're, you're doing your part. So then I'm just content with the way things are. Correct. There's no. Correct. That the rest of the motive week. to push anything forward and Yeah, like the rest of the week, you don't need to step up in other ways. Um, we just go through the motions and. You know, once in a while, we'll do something. You'll do something nice for me or not nice. I mean, you'll say something nice or hold my hand or give me a hug or kiss me or. But it's not, you know, it's very sporadic and it's very just when you on a whim when you feel like it. Mm -hmm. And so what I was saying was that, you know, you sort of I, I don't that's not. I'm not okay with that lifestyle. I'm not okay with the we have Saturday date night. So we'll just do it all on Saturday date night and have that connection on Saturday date night. And, you know, and, and we have the podcast and we obviously connect and love doing the podcast together. And again, I think that's magic and everything. So we do have these ways of connection, but there is so much other stuff missing um, that I, again, am not willing to not have in my life. And, you know, and, and I guess one of the things that I, I said to you recently was, I am going to have these things, right? I'm going to have these things. I have too much love and too much passion and, you know, too many dreams and goals and, um, you know, like too much fire in me to not have it. And, you know, again, obviously I want it to be with you, but it might not be with you if that's if it's not possible. And, you know, I guess that's what I was looking for was, is this not possible for you, right? Is this, are you, am I, am I looking for more than you can give? And, you know, and that was something very serious that we needed to discuss because I'm not having this conversation again. Mm-hmm. Um, and in all the ways, right? In the ways that I'm going to be, again, I'm going to be honest and I'm going to get hate for this, I'm sure. But I do think that men get a pass in so many ways, right? Like, Obviously, you know, this archaic term of being the breadwinner, you know, and that's just the assumption 
in most relationships and in many relationships it might still be true and that's fine. But I think that term gives you a pass for so many other fucking things, right? It's like Eve Rodsky when she says, you know, men's time is, you know, women's time is like sand, infinite. We have so much of it. We can do it all. Men's time is like diamonds, right? It's that same kind of thing. And and that's, I, I feel that way with everything. And and again, me being pegged as the homemaker. Um, wait, another, wait, go back another, to, wait, go back to breadwinner. Right, what? Is the assumption is that like men are the breadwinner of the family and the women are not, or they're working. Well, I think, I think there's this, I think that because of the cycle and the perpetuation of, of everything and the male's place in society that you guys get a pass for a lot of stuff. We're the natural caregivers. We're, you know, we're just naturally maternal. Um, you know, I, we I didn't just know if you were saying it's not okay to... for you to be the breadwinner because no, 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 you know, God, that's no. not how I feel. Oh, no, no, no. I didn't. I didn't mean that at all. I was saying I think that you guys all get a pass because <laughs> not all, but many of you get a pass because society has created this ridiculous dynamic, and and you know that. Look, I say to you all the time, it's like when you're off, you're off, right? Like you- I'm just wondering if it's who the breadwinner is in the family, whether it's, I guess, usually it's a man. I, I'm not, you're, you're taking that to, I'm saying I'm sorry, that I'm there's this dynamic that has been instilled in us and I think instilled in men, right? I think even still we have to say, you know, we have to remember to say to our boys, you know, you need to help too and you need to come into the kitchen and you need to like it's important that we do that stuff to break the cycle and not just, you know, our girls be the ones who are changing their siblings diapers and, you know, their younger siblings diapers and doing the, you know, the helping and whatever. Like we're still trying to break that cycle. Yeah, I think we do a very good job of that by the way, too. Absolutely. Because I don't even think there was ever a question in their mind if it's a boy's job or a girl's job or anything like that. I think we've always instilled in our kids whether or not. Yeah, none of them do shit. So it's all equal. <laughs> right. right. But they don't do when we tell them that they're all doing the dishwasher. And of course. And they're all doing the garbage. And they're all doing putting their clothes away. And, yes. You know. So. Yes, that is important that we do that. But yet, again, I I think that you feel you have a pass in so many ways because, you know, it's like you said, I'm at home, so I should be the one doing the laundry and I should be the one who's cleaning up the house. And you just said that a few weeks ago. And and I know you don't mean it from a mean place and I know you're not misogynistic or anything or not overtly and not on purpose. But I do think that the expectations of what I take care of in this house and this family um has gotten out of hand uh and you know and and the fact of you when you're home you're off and that's just one piece of the puzzle that i'm talking about no i understand i think it's also fair to say um at least where it stems from right that's how you look back at how you grew up and how you want to parent and what things do you want to take from how you grew up and what things do you want to not do like that's the way things were the way I grew up. 
right? Like my my mom took care of us. She took care of the day to day. She took care of everything in the house. She took care of our school things and our doctor thing. Like she did all that. Is it like is it an unfair thing? I don't know. Yes. I mean, yes. In, yes. Don't say you don't know. Yes, that is unfair. But that's okay. But that, I mean, isn't that? I'm not defending it. I'm. Don't get mad at me. <laughs> I'm not, but, but the fact that you even have to question whether or not it? that's fair. I mean, so was it? I mean, that's the way no. things were, right? No. So no, that's not. No, it shouldn't have been like that. Never. Never. Why? Why should? Why? I'm not. I'm not. I'm fine. I'm not defending it. I'm not fighting with but you I about this. I can't even believe you're saying, you're questioning it. I'm not questioning. It. I'm saying that's how I grew up as a child, and that's what I saw. That's right? what. That's you're how saying, I grew up. Was it unfair? Yes, is unfair. Fine. Did your mom dislike doing it? No, I don't think she disliked doing it. No. I don't think she knew any different. I'm talking about an, an entire generations of women who never had the chance to find who they really are and never had the chance to, you know, to embody a role that was outside of that of caretaker and homemaker and all of those things. And it's really tragic. What I was what I was trying to say, I think at least was that there was a way that I was raised. And I don't think my mother looked at this thing, her situation as being unfair. I think she enjoyed it and took pride in it. That, that that's and that's what I saw as a child growing up. So as you're, that's what you see. That's the way you think things okay, are. Okay. So the first year or two of marriage, you say, "That's what I saw," and obviously you're not happy with this. So I'm going to try to unlearn it. Mm-hmm. And look, me too. I I came from parents who had a very different dynamic than we do. Also, and I think most people do. And you know, again, I I think I hope. I hope people, I, I partially hope that people who are getting married will listen to this and I partially hope they won't because I don't want to scare anybody. Well, maybe, I don't know. But, <laughs> but I, I, I think that, that the biggest thing is, you know, you never go into a rela- or into a marriage trying to emulate what your parents do, right? Oh, yeah. And, you know, and we both made that mistake at first, but I, I think that, um, the unlearning process has been has taken way longer than it should. And I think some of that is just you, that you have these boundaries and limitations that you've set up in your mind of what you do and don't do and you don't budge from them. I think you're right. I think there's been too slow of a progression on my part to take on some of those responsibilities and be communicative with you about them and be involved. I agree with that. And I think our conversations over the last couple of days have made me realize that especially. So. But I don't want it to take anybody else 24 years to get to where, like, I don't, I want people to work on this. I'm not, and we have worked on it. That's the thing is that we have worked on it so much. It's not like we haven't. It, and and in many ways, I do think our relationship is so much different than it was in 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 ways. But I also think that there are a lot of ways that it it needs to be different. I want to get into more of all that. Forget all that other stuff. I want to get into more of what we 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 can do moving forward and how to take this fresh start, like we've been or I was calling this episode. Is, I mean, these last few days, I think I've we've had thousands and thousands of conversations about the same thing, right? Like, 
we've gone through so much throughout our entire relationship and it's finally come down to this. Like you said before, we're, this is what you need and this is it. And it's either for me or somebody else. And it like you were hoping for a reaction from me immediately. Kind of like that, that sexting thing that we were doing. Like you threw it out there and you wanted immediate, you know, reaction or gratification or whatever. And it took me a few days to really process everything. And we spoke to, you know, we spoke to a therapist and that helps because I got to hear it from her as a third party, a professional, obviously. And I, I wanted to know and really hear what does Danielle really need from me other than just hearing I need more emotional connection or I need more like those terms. And I mean, I have all these notes. I have all this research that I've done. All that it really comes down to is I just want to show you that I really appreciate who you are and who you are to me. And that's it. All of these notes, that's all that it comes down to. I want you to know how loved and appreciated that you are and how sorry I am for all the bullshit in the past. And I don't want that to ever happen again and be completely protective of you and us and how we are and what we do be there for the decision-making things for our kids and for our family. And because I I had so many things that I was saying to you along the way of, you know, I'm resentful for you about this thing from 25 years ago and then this thing 23 years ago and then this thing 15 years ago and so on and so on. Right. And, And you said to me, but that's because you weren't there to help me make those decisions. And that, I never heard that before. And that really struck a nerve with me. That really made me understand, wait a minute, am I supposed to be really resentful to Danielle about this? She had to make a decision decision for certain things without me even being there to help make those decisions and help and be there. I mean, I've, I've done a lot of, you know, soul searching in these last few days that have really made me think about who we need to be and how we need to be towards each other and me towards you. <laughs> that's, that's, it, it's a nutshell. I know yes. there's much, much more, but that's what all this says. That's what all of my notes here that, that like in a thousand different ways, it just, it just comes down to the same thing mm-hmm. that I want to make sure that you are, that you understand your place in our relationship and why you should be respected and appreciated for the things that you do for us. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I mean it. I, I really oh. like, I think for the first time I like really mean it. Yeah. We're not done though. No, <laughs> no, no, no. That, that's fine. Keep um, going. And I appreciate that. And I said to you the other day, you apologized to me for the first time. I can't believe that's true, but I'm taking your word on it. Yeah, you can take my word on okay. that. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Um, look, you've, you've skirted around saying I'm sorry. You've skirted around, um, you know, admitting things. And again, everything was a, because you this or because you that and my and my my becauses were are so trivial and so you know the things that you've been angry about and everything have I'm not look I'm not saying you don't have any reason to be upset and everything but in the scheme of things you know I think that um I think it was unfair and and I guess I guess I wanted to do this episode not only because I want to be honest with everybody, but because I know it's so relatable, <coughs> right? And I know that there are so many people feeling like this, but I'm going to also say I hope that husbands, future husbands, you know, male partners are, are going to listen to this because, and I'm going to, I, I am calling out male partners, and that is because... Obviously, there is a real disconnect happening. Um, look, especially now as it's getting, it's it's getting. Look now, because women can get their own fucking credit card, they're getting divorced a lot quicker. Okay, and what? Because back in the day, when you you needed a man to like get your credit card with you and to apply for all the stuff, and okay. I'm not kidding, I'm not kidding. That is like with the, that was the turn. When women could finally get their own credit cards, they like it when was, was like a boom. Not that long ago, in the early eighties. Hmm. Um, wow! And then there was like a huge boom of divorces, and then ever since, there's been another huge boom of divorces, and and a lot of that has to do with the fact. Have you heard of gray divorce? No. So gray divorce is like over fit when you're over 50 and you get divorced, it's considered a gray divorce, right? I guess, I guess it has to do with gray hair. I don't know what okay. the, but basically it's that those numbers have boomed. Like they're on the rise. And what percentage of women do you think all divorces are initiated by? 80%. Yeah. Between 70 and 80%. Okay. Would you like to give any kind of idea of why you think that would be? Or did you research it? Or like, do you have any idea why women would be the ones to initiate between 70 and 80% of divorces? I'm sure there's a lot of reasons that, no, I didn't research this, but. No, I know. But I mean, can you like, yeah, I isn't mean, that bothersome? That obviously there's such a disconnect and there's such a need women aren't, having fulfilled by their male partner and this is this is heterosexual marriages mm -hmm. i didn't do the research on homosexual uh, homosexual marriage I, I can but um but there's such a disconnect and i think it happens you know it's happening more and more in 40s 50s 60s because women are getting to a point where they are like oh my god i am at this place in my life where i I have I'm continuing to grow and I'm continuing to change and I'm continuing to to evolve into my true self and my partner isn't doing the same and again is there a is there a stat about what do they do after a divorce like do they find another man 
Do they stay single? Do they go for a woman? Do they? I looked about. I looked actually about that, and I asked our audience about that. Um, and I I'll, mean, look, I'll listen, look. I'm not defending all men out there. We're not women. Like we we have different needs and emotions. That, like we're not. And some women might just need more than a man could ever provide, and not want to be with a man anymore, or not. But most men are. I I don't want to say most. I don't want to put anything out there, but. They just might not want to be with a man. They can't provide the emotion or the connect or all the things that they need from a partner. I'm curious to know if they go for another man or go for. But a I woman also or again, I, I think that I think that they we're different. You no, no, you're not that different. There's no scientific evidence of any of that. Like and and if you, I, I promise you, there is no scientific evidence about men. You know not having the same caretaking instincts that a woman has not having, you know, all of the, um, uh, we, there's no, um, women have emotions that men don't have. We have them because we've had to develop them in order to survive. Like we've developed them because that's the role that we've taken on and, and expectedly so. And because men aren't expected to have those, you know, you, Look, I would love for somebody to just take care of me and, you know, and and love me and, you know, worship me and you know, tell me all the good things and take care of me when I'm sick. Oh, that was another thing. Mo a lot of divorces, when the woman gets sick, they divorce the man. When the man gets sick, never divorces the woman. Why do you think that is? What? Wait, what? If a, if a woman gets like sick, cancer or something uh -huh. like that. That is often a time that leads to divorce because the man doesn't know how to be the caretaker. Look, I'm not trying to like pile all this shit on. I'm just, I think that there's, <laughs> there's such a deep disconnect that, that so many of, so many husbands don't even realize. And I think that's the breaking point is that a woman thinks to herself, I, I can't keep trying to teach him. I can't, there's only so many times I can say it or or make it evident or, you know, show him or like at a certain point, you're just kind of like done. And it doesn't again, I'm the first to say like I, you know, I obviously am very much in love with you. I also. I also am at a point where I. You know, it's like it's now or never. You say that a lot. It's now or never about stuff. And and I feel like that, too. And, you know, a lot of it, I think, also has to do with the fact that as we're getting older as women, you know, we're we're feeling more powerful. We're feeling, you know, I've always felt like when women get older, they're wiser, more unapologetic, mm -hmm. like, you know, like. Just. No fucking offense, but I think that's why so many women are divorcing their husbands later in life, that they're having that bravado and that bravery. And, you know, and I think that females, like we are used to change from a very young age, right? We go through, we get our period and, you know, we go through extreme physical change, right? We develop breasts and that's visible and especially us who are big breasted and we're used to, you know, having to navigate all of that. And I think that, 
with men, the change comes later, right? The balding and the, you know, the what I don't know what happened. What happens to you? That's <laughs> it. You go fucking bald. That's it. But but and I think it affects men Our differently. Yeah. Does that happen? Hair grows in places they didn't wear before. Right, right. Oh, <laughs> us too. Same thing. So, you know, I think that we we see things in stages as women. And and you guys see things sort of as like you guys hit your peak and now it's sort of, you know, a descend where we're kind of still ascending. And, and I think that that we embrace the change, right? I'm embracing, and you've you've said it to me for so long. When I've said, I I'm I'm sort of excited about you know getting older. I'm excited about being a grandmother. I'm excited about like all the things. And you've always like been you know been like no 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 don't because I don't fear that right. I don't obviously want to be here, but I don't fear any of that. I embrace it. I I it's to me it's another cycle. It's another stage of life. And and. And it is true for all of yeah, you I'm just who trying are to say, younger. Like, slow your roll a little bit. Like, enjoy the now before. Well, I am enjoying the now very much, but I also am. I I also am. Not that I want to speed it up because I certainly do not. But I'm not fearful of it, and I'm I'm excited about it. And you know, and I think that that is the the a, a big difference in in how we embrace change. <clears throat> and I think you guys sometimes fight against it and so rather than growing and evolving you're sort of just kind of stagnant because first of all you don't have to grow and look I say it all the time when we with podcast episodes and all of that I do all the research like I think you're sort of like well I don't have to research I you know I it's I do all the research for the kids I do like there's so many passes I think that you kind of get and and so when we get to a point where we're just to interject for a second, I mean, I think maybe I think because I'm not doing research on the podcast or I'm not doing research, but the kids stuff or not all of that stuff I do, you know, this, this is the, uh, what's it called? The, um, I always forget the, the name of this. Where you don't appreciate what I do, I don't appreciate mental what you do. Yeah, the mental load thing. Like I do all the research on certain things that you don't either, right? So I'm just saying maybe I'm looking at that and saying, well, she doesn't do this and she's taking care of that stuff. I'm saying more of a you don't research stuff to grow and evolve. Like you don't. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, no. I'm not saying that's right. what I do. I'm not, no. Right. Yeah, that, I mean, that's I, not saying the research I think that, that I was talking about. again, I, went, I go back to the. Um, the sex talk demons episode, like, and the fact that you know, men don't know, like, they don't ever research. Oh, oh, I'm not gonna say all men. Most men, I don't know. I think most men never research how to pleasure a woman or how to. Do you know how long it, I, I said this in my um freak flag, like my freak flag fly episode? But I know you didn't listen, so you're not cheating. Um. How long does it take for a woman, the least amount of time for a woman to reach climax? What? By and, yourself or with a man? No, with or? a man or with a partner. What's the least the amount least of time? The least amount of time I, for I the know, average I, woman. I have no, eight minutes. 20 minutes. But like, that's something you should know. That, that it, when you're in the bedroom with someone and, you know, we're feeling rushed and we're feeling it's because biologically we take longer. 
So like stuff like that that I just don't even I can't even fathom not trying to figure that out for my partner. Like I can't I just that's just not I that's just not how I live. Right. I, I live in the space of I want to figure shit out and I want the people around me to feel as much joy and pleasure and safety and all the things from me as they can. And so I am going to to learn as much and get get as much knowledge about it as possible to do the best I can. And so so stuff like that is frustrating, right? Like that 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 there's this again, this pass and and so as we're growing and developing and changing and, you know, consuming content and seeing how the world is changing and how we're changing with the world. And uh, there's a disconnect. It sounds exhausting. It just, I mean, all well, the well, research depends. and all like, but it's not exhausting. Like who wants, to, I mean, I don't know, like it, it, to be in a relationship and having to research all these, to, like to every aspect of everybody's I didn't say every aspect. Uh, Things that maybe your partners and stuff. Look, if your partner's faking orgasms, the first thing you need to fucking do is figure out how to get it to the part where your partner's not faking orgasms. I want to interrupt this with an example of how we've both grown and matured and had conversations about (laughs) and learned from. So from that last conversation, we just took off our headphones and had a talk about what we were just discussing and it was very mild mannered and we spoke calmly like four years ago we would have thrown off our headphones and been fighting Mm -hmm. and yelling and screaming and but that didn't happen Mm -hmm. and first of all i'm proud of you (laughs) because i thought the headphones were going off when we were going like royal rumble shit Uh um but that didn't happen. And we just kind of like calmly like talked that conversation down and took a break. And I'm proud of us. Thank you. I'm so proud of us. I too, just want to know. I just want to make sure that that's kind of been said, you know? Yeah, I agree. I think our communication in some ways has, you know, obviously, look, I think when you're, when you're in a relationship, that you truly want to be fully satisfying. There's going to be a lot of bumps, you know, there (laughs) bumps. (laughs) I mean, I I don't know. I I think a lot of people settle. And I think a lot of us, as I, I think I've done, I'm sure in some respect you've done and many, 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 many other partners have done the same thing we kind of do sometimes I think with our parents and with other people in our lives is the, well, they're so good at this, this, and this. So I am going to let this, this, and this slide. Right. I think a lot of times, you know, there's a conflict, there's an internal conflict of, wait a minute. Like I, I say that to myself all the time, like, wait a minute, we have so much fun together. And we were talking about the sex stuff before, and I, I do want to reiterate that if we're talking about things evolving and getting better in our relationship, I don't want you for a second to think at this point in my in our relationship, I'm not at all unsatisfied sexually. Like that is, 
I don't want to leave you thinking that. Like I don't, with me yeah. or by yourself? Or? Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm just fine by myself. But with oh, your AI bots, or? always have been. But um, no, I, I I think you know I I said in a recent episode, and I I remember what I say, but I don't remember what episodes I said it in. But I did say recently that when you said that I oftentimes like, well, I said, or you said, I don't know. I oftentimes like pleasure you even after sex, right? Or I am trying to elongate the situation of sex. I'm going to cry when I say this, but I think it's because the way we connect in the bedroom now is what I want outside the bedroom. Well, what I, I'm not done. Oh, I'm sorry. Thought you were. Um, and then I, I don't want that feeling to end because I feel so connected to you. And it's the one time when I feel like I truly now, now know how you feel about me, even though I think we have ways to go, right? Like I'm still, I'm still like worried about certain situations and, you know, body image in the bedroom is still a thing for me a little bit. Um, you know, it's complicated, but I, um, I think we've come a long way and I think that I, I never want it to end because I need that connection so much. And that's where I get, that's where I get it with Mm -hmm. you. I get it in the bedroom. And so I will do whatever it takes. I mean, I'm also just a naturally like, I just want the people around me, you know, the people I love to feel pleasure and to feel all the things but I think I I feel the most connected to you in the bedroom and so um and I'm lucky we're look we're lucky like that I know that's not something to to scoff at or to you know to not to not sit and and say wow we've made so much progress and we have such an amazing thing there but I what you give me in there, obviously in a different way, I need everywhere. What? Can I go? Yeah. Okay, sorry. This is very relatable to what I said to you uh, recently where when when you and I are called sexual or put that into this kind of boat here, I said to you when we're having fun, like we are soulmates. You're my best friend. I don't want to be doing anything else. If I'm going to be having fun, I want it to be with you. It's <clears throat> either it's sexual or we're going out to dinner or we're going into the city or we're doing like whatever. Like I you know, I love my friends that I have, but I barely have friends. Like I I love spending time with you. You're my friend. You know, and when we're when we're on, we're it's the best. And I I pretty much said the same thing to you that you're just saying now is we have to, I have to figure out how do we make that happen when it's not fun, when it's our everyday stuff. And that's what I've been working on. And that's what I've been thinking about since we've had this conversation. So do you have any ideas of how you could do I, that? I do. Oh, good. <laughs> I, So I need I need to show you my affection in more ways than just sex and fun. In like you know our typical, you know if if things are good, you know our typical 
I'll give you a kiss goodbye when I'm leaving for work. Yeah, I or hate that. Once in a while, I'll hold your hand while mm-hmm. we're walking. Or, you know, it's like that's not the stuff that shows the affection. And I understand. And I hate holding hands. Why? I like it for four seconds. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm doing it just to be like, you know. I know. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I like holding no, your hands. No, a lot of people, my parents hold hands all the time. And I think it's the sweetest thing in no, the world. I like seeing older people hold hands. I know. Well, they always have. They've always, they always hold hands. And I think it's the sweetest thing in the world. I, I'm not a big fan. All right. And I want to hold your hand. No, 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 no. I like it for a little bit. Okay. I Never don't stop. Need to like, I noticed that. Yeah. I don't need to do it like, you know. Yeah. Okay. But the biggest thing is I need to stop taking my frustrations out on you that aren't you. Oh, you don't fucking say. Yeah. And that will help me be able to do all the things. Can I, can I? No. Can I edit that (laughs) statement? You need to take out your frustrations where they need to be taken out. Yeah. Right. Right. No, no. Yeah. Same thing. You need to address the shit you haven't addressed. Correct. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Proceed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Those are the things I'm doing. That's it. (laughs) Those are, uh, those are encompassing of a lot of, you know, my day to day. I'm going to need a better list. I'll give you a list. You better. I'm not doing it on here. I need it. Because I got a lot of (laughs) non-negotiables. Um, I'm going to give some stats that, number one, I want you to hear, and number two, I want everyone out there to hear because, again, one of the, the, one of the biggest things that male partners say when their female partner goes in for a divorce is, I just didn't know. I just didn't know, which I understand as a female is probably a ridiculously fucking frustrating thing to say because we've all said it. And you've, I'm sure you've told them, and, and so I want the male partners right now to just fucking listen up. And I love you all, but, mm. but you need to, you do need to listen to this. Um, and, uh, you know, and as we get older, I think <clears throat> our situations change, right? So as, as right now, we're in a state where a bunch of our friends are very, 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 very good friends have got, are getting divorced. Um, and I support their decisions. I am very much there for them. I get it. I am not at all of the, you know, look, there's only so much you can do. And when it's done, it's done. When the, when it's done, it's fucking done. See? Yep. Taken out of context. So having friends who are divorced increases your risk of divorce. The marital stability within couples social network plays a role in whether your union lasts. Couples who have friends who divorce have a 75% increase in the risk of their own marriage ending. That, 75%. That makes sense. But I, sense. I said the same thing to you. I said you're you seeing your friends being divorced and oh, now yeah. you see it as a viable option that if this is your needs aren't being met. A hundred percent. It's gonna it'll work out just fine. Just fine. Because, yeah. Yes. And I also know that you're, you know, I also have like... If we got divorced. Or you'd find another woman in 0. 0.5 That's seconds. not my concern. I still want to hang out. No, you don't. <laughs> I no. still want to go on dates. See that? Uh, one of the things I want to talk about in another episode is that I, I think you'd be a terrible person to be divorced to. Why? Because you resent me even so much in our marriage. I can't even imagine what you'd act like if we were divorced. I had to go through so many scenarios in my head after you had the conversation with me. about. I, we haven't even told people really the conversation, so they're not going to right, really talk it. about it. Don't, all right, so don't talk about it. I mean, just, leave it as a cliffhanger. Just I, a cliffhanger for what? <laughs> you said he wanted to do an episode about it. 
Well, we kind of are, but okay. Right? Uh, Didn't you just say? Even couples with two degrees of separation from divorce have a 33% greater risk. 60% of divorced couples cited infidelity for the reason of divorce. That means that, you know, 40% are not citing infidelity as a reason. Over 70% of couples uh, report not understanding the realities of state or stages of marriage. So 70%, as I think we did not, um, got into marriage not really knowing what it was going to be. Who does? I hope now people do. I certainly don't want our kids doing it. And I have to say, I get a little stressed out when I think about them getting married. Well, here, you asked me, what would I say now to the people who are about to start life together? And this kind of follows through with that, is just have the conversations about your expectations of each other and yourself. Like, what do you expect from each other? And that's a great conversation to have because you might not align. Maybe you shouldn't be starting a life together. Is that what you think? Or, that we never should have started a life together? No. What I'm saying is having the conversation, or this could all be worked out in the beginning. And if certain expectations aren't what you thought they were going to be. I don't think so. I don't think this, our stuff could have been worked out in the beginning. I don't think a talk or 17,000 talks would have done it. You don't think, ha- I don't think so either for no. us. No, no, not back then. But maybe today. I mean, not a year ago. I'm talking to other people, not us. No, I'm, I'm talking. I'm trying to give our. No, I, I don't. I, I think you're you're not ready till you're ready. And you But know, I also said you should continue doing this throughout your relationship or marriage. Together. Oh, yeah, the, the hard conversations are. Look, I think if you're not ever struggling in your marriage, I worry. I worry about. Are you too complacent? Are have you given up? Have you is is the passion not there? I I don't. I'm not saying it should be as much of a struggle as it's been for us. And we're both very complex human beings, you know. To Look, a there's there's better, grade. there's worse, you know. I don't think the we're the worst. It's not there's better been. or worse. It's different, and you know, and and the. We've gotten a lot out of our marriage and we've done a great job in a lot of ways and we have a million amazing memories and everything, but we also need to show up differently Um, and, and, and our needs change. And that's one thing that I think is so important. And that's one thing I think is so important. Of the day. I was looking at the date night book when we were doing our photo shoot the other day, which was again, super fun. And I had to remind myself that we went there not doing great with each other. And the whole time we're there, I'm like, I love him. Like I, I love those situations together. I love our connection together, but it can't just be about the fun. You know, it has to be about all the things. And I, I was looking at the day night questions and I was thinking to myself, holy fuck, like I could do these right now and they would be new again, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. And and that's not a sales pitch. That's real. Like those conversations need to happen again and again and again and again. Yeah. And, I mean, that's stuff we started five years ago. Yeah. Which, you know, we, we would look at today very differently than we did five years ago. Yeah. And I think if you're both changing and evolving as humans, in our case, maybe it's more me, but <laughs> uh, well, it's true. Uh, but I think that um, that the you know that that you should want change. You should want it to be different, right? You're 
I said a long time ago on one of our first episodes, you know, forever is a really long fucking time. And again, monogamy is a whole different episode. But do I agree with it? Not really. Are, are we doing it? Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think that, you know, it, it's all very complicated. And if you're living, if you're trying to live a life as your most authentic self all the time, then these are needs that you need to address again and again and again and again and any relationship in your life right that is a lifelong relationship needs work especially one where you are expected to be the person for the other person so um this was interesting um research shows that divorced women with children divorced women with children sleep and rest more than those with a male partner. They do three hours less housework and sleep an hour longer per week. Hmm. Why? Because maybe <laughs> the joke less. about having another kid as your, you know, your husband being another kid isn't such a joke. I'm trying to... Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to decide if do you think you would sleep more without me here? And like have I, less to do? I think when they were little, yes. Not now. I think that I think when they were little. I think when they were little, your time, you know, you bonded with them late at night and everything and they would go to bed later. But then I was stuck with the brunt of them being up and everything and uh, not as much now they're older like I don't we don't really control their sleep patterns anymore but um but I think it's a testament to no you are not a messy husband but I do often complain about the fact that you'll be like sitting there watching a show or something and there's all this shit in front of you that you could be doing while you watch the show or folding laundry or helping me in some way and you're not um, how many seasons of Suits have you watched in the last week and a half? All of them. Exactly. Um, more than one <laughs> in three divorces nowadays are couple over couples over 50. One in 33% of couples divorce over the age of 50. That's fucking crazy. I think it's more acceptable now than ever. And they've yes. been together so fucking long. And they can realize that now they don't need to be married. Well, it's not they. It's mostly women. Right. Especially over 50 and over 65. But um, yes, I think that, 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 I think you're right. I also think that, again, it's women being able, but saying, I, this is it. This is it. And I am growing in a way that is not parallel to my partner. Um, researchers found that one in four divorces were among, one in four divorces were among those ages 65 or over. And again, the, the term for that is gray divorce if you're 50 and over. Um, in 2020, I thought this was interesting. A woman named Teresa Rose celebrated. This is just one example that I found. Celebrated her husband's birthday by engaging in a threesome with another woman. He wanted a threesome, so that was her birthday gift to him. But her husband's taste for sexual adventure backfired. Just a few weeks later, she left him and filed for divorce. And she said, experiencing that intimate interaction with a woman for the first time, the physical and emotional depth was so intense. I was like, oh, God, this is what I've been missing. Uh -huh. And I say, you know, I talk about women and 
first of all, I think, you know, we're all on a spectrum of sexual identity. I, you know, it's, and, and I think some generations are willing to admit that, some aren't. But I also think that for me, again, the fantasy is not about the actual act of sex, right? Like, I obviously, maybe I'm bi again. I don't know who, ca- it doesn't matter. But, um, but for me, it's the, it's the, it's, it's what I know it would be like to have that passion with a woman, you know, and what I know would be given to me that I think is lacking in a male counterpart. So I, I'm just being totally honest. Um, wait, I had more. Hold on. <laughs> but that's what I said about before, right? Like you think you can get something from another woman that you couldn't from a man. A hundred percent. Right. But you were saying before, you don't think men and women are different. Emotionally, there's no scientific evidence no, no, about no, no, it. No, 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 no. I think we're different. I think we're not different naturally. I think we've been conditioned that way. Oh, I understand. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, you know, those are all things that I, um, I felt were important. Um, yeah, and and you know, and and I think that I'm developing my list of non-negotiables now. And, um, yeah, and I know you're not on Instagram very much or anything, but I get messages all the time of people saying that they will happily be my partner if mm-hmm. I leave you. So, there's that. Anybody say they want me? No. <laughs> <laughs> you said I can get somebody in point four you seconds. Could. I don't know you would I have somebody in point. Yes, you would. You can't. You're not gonna be alone. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. Not a shot in the world. I'll be replaced in point four seconds. They won't be as good. <laughs> they won't be. I'll marry me. Fuck. I wouldn't divorce me. <laughs> uh, there, there's that meme that says. No, no. It's not a meme. It was a Twitter. It was a tweet. And it said, um, would you date you? And one of the responses was, hell yeah, I'd stand at my window with a boombox seeing <laughs> <laughs> Peter Gabriel's In Your Eyes. You know what movie that's from? Oh, come on. What is it? It's uh, <laughs> some kind of wonderful. No. Sure thing. No. <laughs> it's... Um... Say, say anything. Oh, say anything. Uh, I was on the right mm-hmm. track. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, yeah, so some of my non-negotiables moving forward. You might want to take notes. You have them. You'll give them to me. <laughs> you did all the work um, for me. Look, obviously, passion and intimacy, and, and not forced passion and intimacy. Like, I, you kept saying I, I got upset immediately, right? Like, when... I sent you the boob pic and you didn't. Why are you fucking laughing? Because uh, there's no. Go ahead. No, continue. No, 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 no. Tell me why you're laughing. No, because any time I have any kind of critique towards you, you have the response. Well, I do have a response. But like you always say, I know I'm not the perfect wife, and I do things, and you cover that like over, like you go over that quickly. But if there's ever a thing that I say to you that's a critique, I'm never right. But I'm explaining it to you. <laughs> I'm just okay. Go ahead. Wait a minute. As far as the finances st- stuff, I a hundred percent admitted that I needed to step up, and I did start to step up. And I'm sort of like, why the fuck am I stepping up? He's not treating me any differently. So <laughs> can, fuck that. I'm gonna get all the shit that I want to. Can no, I just kidding. be right that I wanted to keep the sex thing going? <laughs> can I just be right? And not having sex has been the hardest part of this. Yeah. So okay. So I 
I have some non. So so oh so what I was saying was oh. for me, I guess I I said to you the other day. I want to know like what I want to like light a fire under your ass like what I want it to be the type of thing like when I'm even when I'm like seeing a good friend right and I'm like on my way to see them. I have this like I can't wait to get there and I can't wait to see them and I can't wait to give them a hug and I can't wait to like you know make them feel super uncomfortable with my all my inappropriate talk and all this stuff like I just have this passion right, right about everything right like Mia came home like I just I just have all this passion in me and this fire in me that's like doesn't want to wait another second to do anything and I feel sometimes like I want to light that fire under your ass and have you be passionate not just about boob pics and what was the other thing that I, we were talking about? I don't know. I know what you're saying. But I just want you to be like, I want there to be a fight. And for you too, right? Like I want you to feel that passion about life for you too. I want you to feel that I don't want to wait another second. Because I, one of the things I also said to you is that I think I believe in you more than you believe in you. I think that I know your potential and I know what you're capable of. And for some reason, you feel limited in all of that. And I don't see you like that. Um, and and that's really tough, too. Like, that I can't get you to, to be passionate about stuff. And obviously, the first thing I want you to be passionate about is me. But I also want you to be passionate about other things, right? Mm-hmm. Like, believe in something. Take up a cause. Like, you know, not just like fucking fourth dimensions that maybe exist and maybe don't but like real shit (laughs) (laughs) and the here and now i don't know like i don't know you'll watch interstellar seventy five thousand times it's a passion fine but you but you won't but you won't dedicate yourself to something new and learn something new and like I, i just want you to keep growing and evolving not just for me but for the fact of feeling accomplished Mm -hmm. i understand What's another non-negotiable? Uh, that's it? No, that's not it. I mean, I didn't write them all down because I think you made me get in the shower. Um, yeah, I just, I, I, I said it before. I want you to have that same hunger for me that you have like inside the bedroom. I, oh, and we, and, and still, I want to, I want to feel as, uh, I'm not even going to go there. Okay. I want you to have the same hunger for me inside the bedroom that <laughs> okay. outside the bedroom that you have inside right. the bedroom. Um, we agree on that, by the way. Yes, and if 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 men are listening, this is the one thing I want you to take away, and you should get this fucking tattooed on your forehead. A woman's desire. I've said this before in others' episodes, and I mean in a meme and all the places, and it's the truest thing ever. And it's in the bedroom, out of the bedroom, whatever. This is this is research. This is fact. This is, you know, this is real. A woman's desire comes from feeling desired. That's just a fact. It's the more desired we feel, the more we're going to want to be intimate, the more we're going to want to do all the things like we just want to know that we're desired and we we want to get it from our partner and that's you know and if you can't give it that's a whole other conversation because there's something wrong there and no one wants to be with somebody who can't give them that and doesn't feel that for them so be honest about that um 
And my my biggest non-negotiable other than start fucking helping me more in all the ways is um, that you won't take the anger out on me that you have towards other because others because you're too uncomfortable taking it out on them. Mm-hmm. And that it's time to start taking out the anger where it deserves to So go. we agree on your non-negotiables. I, those were just a few. <laughs> <laughs> I have more. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> you know what else is non-negotiable? Yeah. I... You look fucking amazing in that shirt. <laughs> I do? Yeah. I never wear button downs. I know. I like it. I never wear button downs. We got never, like the cleavage going. They never, well, see, that's like, the thing. They never fit me right. Like, I can't even button some of the buttons. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah, do that more. That's good. Oh, that's a good start. I didn't know what you said for the last 20 minutes. <laughs> I've oh. just been staring at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. Okay. All right. Listen. Please, if you, first of all, have the conversations, let this be permission to go and do the things that are hard with your partner. That's the whole reason we do this. You know, it's not just for entertainment's sake, but because we want other people to have the conversations. Um, Also, if you want to rate and review, that would be fantastic. This was a super hard, we've been here three hours taking breaks and stuff Mm. to record an hour and a half episode. Oh, check out TikTok. Oh, for the love of God. I got four videos on there, and I'm going to do more. I like it. Okay. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. Okay. I don't know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so okay. Somebody can help me. I'll, I'll make it better. All right. But we're there. And date night book for the holidays. Um, have the hard conversations, but yet also, you know, in a gentle way. And um, they're a great stocking stuffer. They're great for host and hostesses gifts. If you know an engaged couple or a couple who's just married or empty nesters, it's for everybody. Um, it's an all-inclusive book, all-inclusive language, LGBTQ, friendly, all the things. So um, please, you know, just that's a great way to support us. And, um, and you can use code reconnect for 15% off. All right. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye.